This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. ClouserDrilling.com. Brad, my Slovenian brother from another mother. How are you doing this morning, Brad? Great to have you back on. It's all on. Good morning, my good friend. Good morning. What's up? Yeah, you you brought up the topic of Australia. Uh, you know, I, I I love Australia, but it, it's it's unfortunate how pernicious the government. Yeah. By the way, uh, for folks who may not have heard why I was talking about Australia, uh, the Victoria section of uh, Australia uh, passed a law. They're actually telling people how to pray there, and it all has to do with about uh, protecting supposedly uh, LGBTQ. Uh, people and uh, they don't want you doing or practicing any conversion type of prayer. In fact, they even had suggestions on how you can pray. So the government telling people how they should be praying in uh, in Australia. Yeah. All right. So I just wanted people to know that. So please continue. Where are you going? Well, they, the reason I called is the whole idea that, that is our uh, Australia. Uh, I'm not sure how many years ago, but the government decided to uh, take away guns from the population. Mm-hmm. You can't help but uh, connect the two, can you? Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit of a scary idea when the, the citizenry doesn't have any kind of armament other than the criminals. Yeah, when you have government getting into your most private thoughts in the way you conduct your life, as in your faith, your religion, or whatever it is, and, and suggesting ways to pray. Uh, you know, in earlier times, uh, Australians might have pulled out their guns and say, you know, bug off. <laughs> it's what they would have done. But uh, but now they can't, can they? Well, and it is, you know, as you often do, you help us realize the reality of what's going on out there in the real world. Yeah. And that's why you cannot take part in the uh, lie. You cannot, you know, you, you can't go with these agendas the way they want to take you. Because, you know, ultimately it leads to, uh, well, what's happening in Australia. You know, one day yeah. it's like, uh, you know, this and that. You know, well, it's okay. We'll protect you. Well, we'll protect you. Oh, now we're really going to protect you. We're going to protect you from your faith. Here's how you should be praying according to the uh, the appropriately government-approved prayer book, right? Yikes. Yeah, and if it can happen in Australia, it can happen here. Absolutely. Thank you for the call there, brother. You betcha. It's eight minutes after seven. The Bill Myers Show. Thirteen minutes after seven. Before we bring on Commissioner West, Melissa, you've been holding. You wanted to comment on the uh, conversion therapy or the state in Australia getting involved in people's prayers. You know, we have approved prayers, you know, coming from the government. And uh, where were you going on that? What did that make you think about? Well, back in 2017, I think you even talked about it. Um, they had 2943 assembly bill that they were trying to pass that would make it illegal for counselors to even talk or speak about faith, um, Christianity to people that were concerned about having, um, you know, leans towards homosexuality. And so they were trying to make it illegal for people to be counseled in that area. Well, you know, the state of Oregon Council. did the state, the state of Oregon did ban uh, back in 2019, I think is when they did that. They banned conversion therapy for minors. You know, they, they did that, you know, even, well, even here. Conversion, yeah. conversion therapy is more like uh, mind control where they're trying to categorize just praying with someone or 
you yeah. know, giving them maybe scripture in the Bible. Yeah, but but not even the secular state of Oregon uh, even wanted to go that far to say, hey, we're going to have some suggested prayers for you, right, Melissa? Not even right. Oregon wanted to do exactly. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we're we're headed that way. I mean, Governor Newsom would do that in two seconds. Oh, absolutely. And I have no doubt Governor Kotek would do the same thing if she thought she could get away with it. Okay? Yeah. All right. Good call. Thank you for making it, Melissa. Thanks for listening. 715 at KMED KCMD. Josephine County Commissioner John West joins us. And this is after a conversation with Larry West from uh, Citizens for Responsible Government on uh, Friday about Measure 17-116, the charter change, repealing the existing Josephine County Charter and bringing in a, uh, a brand new one. Commissioner, welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Bill. Tell me what you thought about uh, the conversation on Friday with uh, with Larry. It was a good conversation. You know, we're kind of going through here. Uh, but there's uh, a lot of difference of opinion in the uh, in the various uh, halls of uh, Josephine County government, I imagine, on what would be a good uh, path forward. What are you thinking about this uh, proposal, 17-116? Well, one thing, uh, to I, I guess we got to take a step back and look at, uh, there's 68,520 voters in Josephine County, roughly 24,280 Republicans, 13,500 Democrats, mm-hmm. 25,635 non-affiliated, and 3,500 independent voters. So the, the Democrats have not penetrated the county commissioner office, but once or twice that I know of. And um, so what it is, is they're, they're mad. They, uh, they have used this. I, I pulled everything I could. I pulled their, uh, the petition that they used, which was all done by uh, Democrats. Uh, and then I, I pulled their new, their new charter versus the old charter. And it amazes me how they've taken out everything that has to do with the Constitution, everything to do with your rights, everything. Uh, they, they, they removed all of that, your right to bear arms, your, I, 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 I mean, I. Oh, could, oh, oh, okay. oh, wait, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute here, Commissioner. You mean that it's not just taking the existing, con- or the existing charter and then adding a few things about having five commissioners? There's a lot more to this uh, to this charter change. Is that what I'm hearing from you? There's a lot more to the charter change, and that is where they're misleading the people. They they uh, so I printed their stuff out, and they uh, I printed it out right from the the petitioner to the initiative repeal and replace county charter to the re, uh, replacement charter begins on next page, and I printed that out. Okay. From preamble chapter one all the way to the end uh, says this charter shall take effect 30 days from the approval of Josephine County voters. And I printed out theirs and I printed out the charter we have today. And they removed somewhere between six to seven pages. And all of those six to seven pages uh, continue to uh, uh, take away all of your rights. Uh, they they have virtually taken out totally your all of your due process, 
uh, your rights to bear arms, anything to do with the constitutional right. Okay, now are you when you talk about them taking that out of the charter, though, were these um, were these ordinances or uh, things added to the charter by past boards in order to strengthen support? For the Second Amendment in Josephine County, was that what that's all about? Because they can't repeal the Second Amendment of the Constitution. I'm just wondering what, what what you're speaking of directly, if you don't mind. Well, they're trying to they're trying to change us from being a constitutional county to a right to bear arms county to uh, they they've even went so far to remove. Uh, because they want to do what a lot of the cities, like our city council, is doing. There's a big uproar here. Uh, but they've even taken out uh, where the county commissioners right now does not have the authority to create new fees or taxes on the citizens. They've taken that out because that's how they want to pay for this this uh, this boonswoggle of a, a deal they got going on here. Oh, okay. As it is right now, the existing the existing Josephine County Charter does not allow the commissioners to set fees? Or am I wrong about that? I don't have it in front of well, me. Well, so the existing uh, charter allows the commissioners to raise existing fees, raise or lower existing fees, but we cannot create new fees without going to the vote of the people. And oh. the same way with... Okay, so... With, Okay. And the new the new uh, charter or the new proposed charter has taken that out. Took that out. So now that that leaves the commissioners, the new this new uh, board of commissioners now is not bound. They they can they can implement uh, fees and taxes because it's not in the charter anymore. They took it out. There was an actual restriction against the county commission power in the existing charter. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a really interesting catch. You know something, John? Um, I can't help but think that um, this is all part of this, uh, this whole big trend that uh, the cities have been involved in. And, and of course, ever since uh, Jacksonville ended up with uh, that, that, that uh, is a fee, a tax lawsuit ended up uh, getting lost in Jacksonville, city of Jacksonville, a number of years ago, in which um, taxpayers don't want to pay higher taxes, right? And so what uh, cities and counties are trying to do is just replace taxes with fees, but they do the same thing, right? That's that's really right. what we're talking about. Yep. Hmm. So, so in, in the old charter, Section 1, the right of the people to regulate fees by voter approval as, de, as defined in this charter shall not circumvent by any county government action the people's authority to regulate fees. And then down here in Section 29.7, prohibitation of income tax. The county shall not establish any income tax, both personal or business taxes, would be disallowed. They took that out. Wow. You see, that's a big deal, John. Those oh, are a huge deal. Yeah, those are huge. Those are big prohibitions on uh, county power, restrictions on county power that would say, hey, you can't go for uh, an income tax. Hey, you can't just raise uh, fees or create new fees. You can actually raise fees that are already in existence. But uh, wow, that is a big deal. And. It, it, <laughs> Well, we know that we know that the uh, the Democrats love to raise taxes. They love to raise fees. 
we see it going on in the city of Grants Pass. You know, they, they, they want to pay for more police and fire. So what, what do they want to do? They either want to do a restaurant tax. Uh, they want to do uh, raise fees on something. They uh, sales tax. Uh, that, that's where they go with this. So because the commissioners, we've, we've always had it in, in the charter. Uh, Joseph County's had it in the charter. And so now they want to take that out, and pretty soon they'll want to tax uh, all the people in the county, tax them or fee them to death. Commissioner John West from uh, Josephine County. Commissioner, is there a chance that uh, what's going on here is a um, a real effort to uh, just get around the fact that Josephine County doesn't have a lot of uh, of money to work with here? And this is a way of, uh, of finally opening up the floodgates and getting some tax money into Josephine County government to, uh, to do law enforcement or whatever other uh, purpose you might have. I'm just kind of wondering if, if this is the intent, in your opinion. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe that is the sole intent. I believe it might be one of the intents. Uh, the, the taxpayers just voted for a uh, sheriff's uh, di- uh, district yeah. and, of 99 cents. So, you know, that went to the people. The people spoke. They said, no, we want it. We want to pay it. Uh, so, you know, in, in so I don't believe that's their uh, whole intent. What they've done is they given they give these six measure measures in their summary, but they didn't say they didn't take they didn't tell you they took out the search and seizure clause, the speech and religion clause, the right to bear arms clauses. Um, they didn't tell you uh, the forfeiture. Uh, clause that they took out. They didn't tell you all the things they removed because they're the due process clauses. Well, yeah, what's the due process clause? What's that? What's that all about? Explain what was also taken out of this proposed new charter. Uh, so there's boy, Bill. It, it, it's like six and a half pages. Oh, okay. Of, can, can, uh, can you explain it briefly? What the due process uh, section of the charter meant. What do we so do? This, it says the intent of this charter amendment is to per, this is what is in the charter now. The intent of this charter amendment is to provide the citizens of Josephine County with local protection of one of their inalien right, inalienable rights as originally defined by our founder fathers of the U.S. Constitution of the Bill of Rights. And it, and it speaks of the following provisions adopted by Josephine County Home Rule Charter shall govern all actions by individuals and organizations, public, private, and no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just comp- They took all that out. How interesting. That's a big deal. A lot of prote- oh, it, a, a lot it, of protections. It, I'm just wondering, though, why would the new people? Why would the new charter? Why would they want the new charter to not have those protections that were actually there to protect Josephine County residents? That just makes no sense to me, John West. Well, I, I can't I can't speak for him. The only thing I can say is that I believe Salem, and uh, we see it on a national. They want to take away your rights. Uh, uh, your constitutional rights, your liberties. Uh, they want to take away everything, and they're just falling in line uh, with, you know, and I believe that Salem is part of this. And the reason why I say that is, is why would Salem 
be involved with um, figuring out our districts. What has Salem got to do? Well, what has the Secretary of State got to do with figuring out our districts? I, I consider that gerrymandering. Uh, because the only reason why they would be is because they they know where the Democrats live, they know where the strongholds are, and they're trying to figure out these districts so they can figure they can gain a balance of power in those districts. And so I believe that that this group is working with Salem. This is a bigger deal. They're trying to penetrate Josephine and Jackson County. They're trying to change the, the two counties down here. And this is this is the first step of it. Yeah. How interesting that uh, the uh, proposed new charter in Josephine County takes out so many protections of the existing charter and uh, would seem to make it easier to uh, to abuse the citizenry. And I, I imagine most people probably didn't uh, take the time. I know that I hadn't taken the time to look at the difference between the two. That's really I'm glad you did that, Commissioner. Yeah, I uh, you know, th- this is what I took this job for was, you know, and I try to, anything that comes just like this, I try to, I just go over it the best I can. I'm not, you know, I'm not the brightest uh, star in the sky, but I try to do my best. And, you know, but I, you know, I went through it word for word, page for page, uh, you know, your advocacy uh, forfeiture of constitutional rights. They took all that out. All right. Uh, I mean, they, they, it, it, it just goes on and on. But, you know, they say they they don't tell the public and they don't say anything because the average person is not going to take the, their new charter and the old charter and 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 start going through it. And I went through each each line item. And I mean, I, I didn't I, I worked all weekend on this and I had slightly I'd read it over, but I thought, well, you know, I better really get myself uh, to see so they put the major differences with the current charter as summarized. And number six says, eliminate sections in the current charter that are not enforceable or legal or covered by Oregon Constitution or state statute. So that is a broad thing. So what they're going to do, I, I can already hear the phone calls to you or, or, the, or the troops rallying around them. Oh, well, you know, uh, he's talking about all the stuff we eliminated that was not enforceable. That That is not true, because they went through the whole charter and just took sections out of it that 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 was not considered uh, non-enforceable. So th- that that's where they're going to that's where they're going to go with this. And they're going to try to say, oh, well, those weren't you know, those weren't proper. Well, that's that's not true. So. Uh, well, well I tell you what, it's not for them to decide that for people. Uh, there's a reason why those uh, sections of the charter were put in in the, in the first place, all right? Uh, and, and what, of course, very important, yeah, you can you can sit there and uh, and argue about the Second Amendment uh, section about that, but I know that Jackson County has an ordinance that has uh, been brought forth to try to strengthen Second Amendment uh, pushes here. And then Josephine County, back to the uh, the fees. The fees is a huge one. The fee, that's huge. As it is right now, Josephine County uh, Commission has uh, limited power to raise funds or raise fees. You know, they can raise existing fees, but you could see a future board, if that scheme were to pass, 17-116 were to pass, they could pretty much do what they want. Isn't that the case? They would be permitted to? They they could fee you and tax you to death every time they needed money, and uh, it, it just... It, 
you know, they're going to see it here in the city. The city has given six proposals, and it all has to do with taxes and fees. Mm-hmm. And the city, the city council said, well, we, we sent this out to see what the citizens think. But at the end of the day, we don't really need their blessing because we have the power of our, of our own charter and to do and implement these as we want. Well, I know that, I know that you're going to make me. I'm going to I'm going to print out both the existing charter and the uh, new proposal. I'm going to do the same thing that you did and uh, and line those differences out. You're going to you're going to get me to work on that like you did over the weekend, Commissioner. Okay, I appreciate that. And uh, and now, by the way, is there a um, what is your opinion overall though on possibly having a county administrator? Because I know you could do that right now. The current board and uh, Josephine County has not chosen to do this for a number of years. Is there, uh, would there be a good reason to do that or to not do it other than the fact that it would be an additional expense? Sometimes, you know, to have someone uh, do the grunt work might be helpful. I'm just kind of curious what the overall thought is on that. Well, Bill, we have three commissioners. Our county is not that big. Um, We have the three commissioners have plenty of time to manage uh, our department heads. Uh, We have department heads and stuff. And so we don't, you know, we let them manage we, uh, their departments and their employees. And then, you know, we, we have, we have the other stuff, but we are not overworked. Uh We're not as they make it sound Uh, right now. Well, well, yeah, they made it sound as if uh, the uh, County commission was so overloaded in Josephine County, you couldn't think straight. That was the implication, wasn't it? Not yeah, that that that's that's the way uh, Larry, uh, uh, Larry made it sound, but uh, that that is the farthest from the truth. Okay, we, we don't. As far as the county manager, uh, you know, it depends on if you want to talk just about a county manager, or do you want to talk about their part of the county manager? Um, so, a county manager. For Josephine County, I don't feel that we need one mm-hmm. at this point in junction because right now we're not overloaded. And two is we we do not have the revenue uh, to pay for a county manager, the the county manager staff. We don't have the offices. We don't have we don't have anything uh, in line. And and so right now, if we if if the people continue to uh, get business people and smart people as, as their commissioners, which I feel they have in the past. Uh, I think we're, we're more than capable of handling everything. It's just as soon as you get a group that does not like a decision you made, oh, we need to change the charter. We need to, we need to get a county manager. But I, I looked through this county manager thing that they have, and it, it, it's a train wreck if, you know, there's parts of it in here. It's uh, Section Two, County Manager uh, Compensation, uh, and then it goes down to duties. the The county manager is responsible to the Board of County Commissioners for the proper and efficient administration of the county government, and and then um, it, it talks about it talks about the county manager may attend any meetings of the board. Well, if the county manager is going to do all these duties, shouldn't the county manager attend the, the meetings of the board? Uh, what, what is it you're giving the county manager a choice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would strike me as a shall would be better if you're going to have one, yeah, yeah. right? It, it, exactly. And uh, then they got in here, and I believe that this 
violates your constitutional right, uh, I think the 14th Amendment especially, the manager may not engage in any other business or occupation. So a county manager can't be a pastor on Sunday that gets paid. He can't raise, him and his family can't raise tomatoes and sell them at the farmer's market on Saturday because he's not allowed, he or she is not allowed to, uh, to, to be involved in any other business. Now, that you're on your own time. Mm-hmm. What, what is, what, what are, why are you said you have to go home and sit at home or do some other activity, but you're, you're not allowed to do anything else that might create you some other enjoyment of making money or whatever, you know. Yeah, I think that probably what the intent was, and of course intent and the reality could be uh, separate here, Commissioner, is probably not wanting to have a county administrator that would have a conflict of interest with county business. And that would be fair. That's probably what they meant, right? Well, that may be what they meant, but that's not what they said. So Mm -hmm. if this charter gets adopted, you have to go by what the charter said. That's right. What the charter says, not what the actual intent was. Uh, it's kind of like that uh, same thing, like uh, Measure One Ten, right? <laughs> the the voter yeah. the voters intended the uh, the homeless to be gone and the drug addiction to be taken care of, but uh, that intent didn't really work out in the law, did it? At least uh, so far. Yeah, no, no, right. it, it didn't. Yeah, all right. So, you know, I mean, you you've got this whole summary sheet, uh, you know, and and when they want to do five commissioners, uh, technically, if you get technical. All five commissioners can come from the city limits. And I heard Larry West say that, you know, this will create better representation like in Cave Junction, the Illinois Valley. Well, that's that's not true because this you you said I think you made the expression of a wagon wheel. And because there's roughly around 40,000 citizens inside the city limits and around 48,000 or give or take. Uh, outside. And so that wagon wheel is going to be made up. Every district is going to be made up of the city limits. So you technically could have five commissioners from the city limits. And how is your representation going to be better uh, than than it is now? Uh, right now, you have two commissioners from the, from outside of the city in the county. And I know for a simple fact that me alone have has been to every end of our county and has helped this county in my first year, uh, whether it's Applegate, Williams, Cave Junction, Selma, Wolf Creek, Sunny Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, but the way they're doing it, it comes back to the city can control everything. And, and when they say, oh, you're going to have better representation. So you're one part-time commissioner of, let's just say it's from Cave Junction. Uh, they're always, if they're if they're doing their job right under their scenario, they're they only care about Cave Junction. They don't care about Williams or Wolf Creek or Sunny Valley because they're only they're only worried about their own area. And yet, I would think that you're much better off to have commissioners who are concerned about the county as a whole. I mean, as a as a as a whole entity. That's the way I would look at that. But that's just me. Well, and and that that's the way I look at that. It, it it's. Uh, uh, you know, I look at the county. I serve the county as a whole. I don't serve one area. I don't represent one area. I represent the whole thing. And that's why I say, you know, in my first year, I helped Applegate, Williams, Selma, uh, Cave Junction, and Wolf Creek, and Sunny Valley all receive uh, 
some money that was uh, granted to the, the county here, they all received, their fire departments all received money for uh, stuff like air tanks, defibrillators, backup generators. Uh, so, you know, in, in this, the commissioners are looking out for the whole thing, not just their own, their own little uh, chunk of the pie. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, this whole thing is to, when you start at going down the line of a part-time commissioner, uh, now you're, you're, you've got somebody who does have another job. Are they going to miss meetings? Because, well, you know, I can't, I can't live on a, on a $25,000 a year. That, that's poverty level. Uh, and so, you know, it's just this whole thing is about penetrating the county, trying to get the, as many Democrats in to take over the county, and then they can say hurrah to Salem. Now we, we've taken over Josephine, and, and I see they're trying to do the same thing in Jackson County. Yeah, it does appear to be about uh, about lessening or eliminating any kind of resistance to the agency of the state position that the uh, state of Oregon would prefer uh, to have. I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you on that much of it. Commissioner, I appreciate the take, and thanks for having done that work. And, uh, you know, you ought to write a, uh, uh, write a piece about that, uh, about your discoveries here. You're going to put anything out on uh, maybe a blog or maybe, uh, maybe even write something for Richard Emmons over at the Joe County Eagle, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. You Actually, I was going to put something in the Eagle and the sneak preview, uh, both of that. But real quick, Bill, they, uh, number four, the legal counsel and county surveyor. The county surveyor is a licensed uh, surveyor, most qualified surveyor in our county. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legal counsel is went through the board. Wally Hicks has went through the board. He's uh, uh, as an attorney. And if you look at the voters, they have voted unanimously 90-plus percent for both of these people, uh, uh, both of these, and and I know one commissioner, one person who's running for county commissioner that's on this uh, charter review committee, and I asked that I asked him why, what his problem is with the county surveyor, and he, it's a personal issue, and he says I just want him out because it's a personal issue. Hmm. I am um, not a fan of a continuing push. I think that uh, a lot of counties are trying to get uh, so many positions appointed. I'm okay with voters weighing in, although it hasn't always worked out real well. I can think of the Jackson County Assessor being one. But just because there, there can be some bad choices made sometimes by the, uh, by the voters, that doesn't mean I don't think they should be going through the voting. I, I really think it's better, you know, the way it is right now. Okay? I really do. Yeah, well, I, I, when I read this, Bill, this whole charter is about taking the voters' right the way to vote, the voters' Uh, right. So you, they have they, they have you, when you go through this charter versus the other doing everything to, to remove your rights and your liberties and your and everything. And they are they're going to give it to the hands of five part time commissioners that uh, and a county manager who uh, comes to those those five uh, reports to those five commissioners. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day. The county manager is just a pawn of the way they have it wrote up is just a pawn of of the commissioners and the commissioners can override them. uh, You know, so what are we going to pay all this money for? Uh, I've got it that it's going to cost the county somewhere between a million and a million two 
to pull this whole thing off between the county commissioner, the commissioners, the offices, the office staff, uh, all of this, it's going to cost roughly about one, one to $1.2 million. Right now, it costs us around 650000 a year. Well, you have to understand, though, that, uh, you know, the new county commissioners would have the power to uh, impose all sorts of fees, and then that's how they'll pay for it, right? <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Commissioner, I appreciate the take on it. Thanks for having joined the show this morning and uh, kind of uh, pointing out some other aspects of uh, Measure 17-116 that I didn't know about until this morning. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, Commissioner John West. It's uh, 743. Hey, I want to ask you this. With interest rates on the rise, how will your home sale be affected? Hey, it's Lars Larson. Can you still make money on your property? Well, here's the answer. Call the only agent in Medford I trust to make me top dollar. Jared Hokanson with Hokanson Realty. Jared and his team are local to Medford, and they know exactly how to make this market work for you. They'll get your home sold for top dollar, no matter what the marketplace is doing. The thing is, Jared has options and strategies that get your home sold fast. His top industry-leading marketing creates demand for your home, driving up the price. And best of all, Jared guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to, or he'll buy it. Now you know why real estate expert and Shark Tank star Barbara Corcoran and I can't stop talking about Jared Hokanson right here in Medford. Call him today, 541-772-SOLD, or go online to 541-772-SOLD.com. That's 541-772-SOLD.com. When choosing a contractor, you need a professional. Clauser Drilling's professionalism starts with their organized office staff and continues with their experienced field staff. A family-owned business, Clauser Drilling employs qualified individuals with diverse skills and experience who share the same passion. This means dependable results you can trust. Don't take a risk on your well contractor. For drilling, deepening, or repair, call 541-476-7795 or visit ClauserDrilling.com. Serving Southern Oregon since 1971. Thanks to you, they're great customers. The Bill Myers Show is on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. 7.44, and, uh, well, I'll tell you, we start talking about this charter change proposed for Josephine County, and, of course, they'd like something similar for Jackson County. Uh, the phones are have exploded, and we will go to them right now. Let me go to, I think it's Mark. Hey, Mark, how are you doing this morning? Go ahead. Fire away. Yes. Now, the left is really big on this non-bullying stuff, right? Right. You get caught bullying, and oh, my God, it's, it's, you might as well have murdered somebody. Uh, pretty much, they're, yeah. They're the biggest bunch of bullies I've ever seen. They bully everybody. And then what happens? The bully backs you in the corner. you got two choices. You either take the beating or you stand up and fight. Now you stand up and fight, and you're a criminal because you're an insurrectionist. Or you're labeled uh, militia or some BS. Fine, they're going to back us in a corner till there's no choice left but to fight. They've been not given much choice on that. Appreciate the call there, Mark. Thanks for that. And we got uh, Ron in Grants Pass. Hey, Ron, take it away. Yeah, on the charter, uh, the current one is very, very good in the sense that it defines emergency as the existence of a clear and present danger or threat to life or property of the people of Josephine County resulting from a disaster, either natural or man-made, including but not limited to earthquake, conflagration, flood, war, plague, pestilence, or riot. Okay. Occurrence. An occurrence that that would be obvious as an emergency. Oh, okay. Now I, I don't want to go through. I don't want to go through no. reading the whole charter here. Does no, the no, new no. charter have that uh, definition, or is it gone? 
the current charter is has that definition. I don't know whether it's gone or not. I haven't seen the, the proposed one. But I, I say stick with what we have that we know it works. All right. Appreciate the call. Let me go to Mr. X. Hello, Ed. How you doing? Welcome back. Bill, I am so thankful that Commissioner West came on and, and addressed this thing. And it has to be understood by the voting public one thing. But this is nothing more than a move to centralize control. And the the way that they're constructing this, and this is for the Jackson County people, too, when this comes up, because it will come up. The, the charters as they are were written for self-determination, okay, that they were attacked and changed in the 70s by making the agency of the state the first priority. Yeah, that was what uh, Kenneth Tolinar, the guy that used to run uh, AOC, was big on AOC, ended up uh, kind of ushering that in, didn't he? So this this is nothing more than a pathway that they've chosen, giving certain amounts of time to try to dumb down the public and look at this. And the reality is Jackson County's charter currently, you know, what we have a county administrator. They don't need to change the charter to to adopt that type of thing. No. They can do that as a board of commissioners. There's no rationale other than ceding control to the state of Oregon. And what has that done in a positive way for us in any way, shape, or form? It's just an absolute idiotic move to try to do this, and it's an intrusionary move into our way of life, and it has to be stopped here. You have to vote this down. You have to stay with what you have and address the charter change as a common-sense, realistic thing of one item and get rid of that agency of the state first and foremost. Mm-hmm. The uh, it, It's interesting. I, I did not know until uh, Commissioner uh, West read that section of the uh, of the charter that there are a number of protections in the existing Josephine County Charter that would be gone, that would be eliminated. That, that's right. That's exactly right. And, you know, you look at it and you just have to review the statutory uh, definitions and, and requirements within the law. And that's our Constitution. The statutory part of it is literally the interpre- interpretation of our Constitution into the law. And the reality is agency of the state is not addressed in those. And it, it literally states body politic and corporate. And that's a two-part entity. So how was it put in that we are an agency of the state? Well, that's the the thing that has to be addressed, and only that for the moment. If you have a changes that you want to make, you can amend the current charter. That's all you have to do is seek a, uh, an amendment to that charter. I do find it interesting that the group uh, from Josephine County wanted to repeal is about repealing the entire charter, not – amending the charter all right mr x i appreciate the take on that and very uh, important distinction yeah and this and it's very important that i think that uh, that jackson county jackson county may say well hey this is josephine county we don't need to care about it believe me the same kind of uh, agenda is in play in jackson county right now it is not uh, received ballot approval yet so no doubt jackson and josephine county are both on the uh, on the agenda to be skewered all right and penetrated. I think it's a, that's what's going on. It's a very simple, a very simple process, Bill. They're, each step they make is a, is an incremental step towards centralized control, and that's what we have to understand and interpret it. 
And no matter what time of year this election comes, we have to be involved as a voting public. We have to pay attention to this because this is the single most important attack that's coming against us. And we have to recognize that as a negative. We have to vote against it and, you know, not allow this to happen. All right. Very good. Ed, thanks for the call. I think this is Holly, Holly Morton, Joe County Republican chair on uh, line four. Hello, Holly. Go ahead. Good morning, Bill. Morning. How are you? Doing well. Um, First of all, uh, I'd like to say about uh, John West, our, our commissioner, he is uh, he's doing a fantastic job. He's a very successful businessman in his own right and really did not need this as a job. He got involved in being the commissioner because he's very concerned about what's happening with our county, and, uh, and we like him very much. I think um, the Democrat Party may not be real happy, um, but, uh, you know— but I think he speaks to the majority of the county, and um, and that's what we need. You can't get past, as I said before, you cannot get past the first line of that charter before you say we're, we're heading in the wrong direction because it's it immediately giving more power to the state, which is exactly the direction we don't want to go. Exactly. All right, Polly, good call. We appreciate you uh, checking in as always. Thank you. It's uh, 7.52 at KMED. KCMD will catch up on the rest of the news. I'm running a little bit behind, just a little bit, a little bit. KMED, KCMD News, sponsored by Millette Construction, specializing in foundation repair and replacement. Get on solid ground by visiting MilletConstruction.com. Good morning, I'm Marcus Veal with your MSC 5 morning news update. The Josephine County Circuit Court judge has ordered county commissioners to stop discussing people opting out of the library district. Last month, commissioners approved a property owner's request to opt out of the voter-approved Josephine Community Library District. The property owner claimed they don't benefit from the district. That led to several more residents filing paperwork to opt out as well. The library district objected and sought an injunction to stop commissioners' future decisions. Just before Christmas, commissioners said they'd put in any future opt-out decisions on hold for 60 days while they consulted with county attorneys. The judge ordered the county to respond in writing to the, his order by January 15th. Commissioner Herman Bertschuger tells us the county is working on getting the process correct and the issue might be resolved by mid-month. The city of Talent has appointed a new city manager. Gary Milliman, a Los Angeles native and Medford resident, started as Talent's permanent city manager this past Tuesday. Milliman's impressive resume shows he is no stranger to leadership roles, previously working as Brookings City Manager for 11 years. The public servant has a total of 40 years of local government experience. For local news anytime, you can head to our website, kobi5.com, or to our Facebook page, KOBI-TV, NBC5. And that's a look at your morning headlines. For NBC5 News, I'm Marcus Veal. Have a great start to your week. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros and Full Service Auto Repair. Hi, it's Jolene at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and your ability to navigate wet, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Continental, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. For the best tire prices and service, see your local family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main in Phoenix. 
If you're remodeling your house, start with the foundation. Millette Construction offers a no-pressure, thorough inspection of your home's foundation and a no-obligation estimate if your house needs work. The foundation is most important because all the repairs and upgrades you're planning from the floors, windows, doors, cabinets, even the roof can be affected if your foundation is unstable. Be sure you're on solid ground. Millette Construction will level your house and correct the shifting soil problem. Visit MilletteConstruction.com. Coming up on the next Hughes Lumber. When two by fours get together, only one thing can happen. Walls get built. Check out the studs, followed by contractors and do-it-yourselfers. Featuring lumber, hardware, and siding. Starring decks, additions, and ADUs. It's the return of home enhancements. But watch out for that naughty pine. Get the best build for your buck values at Hughes Lumber. Your top show for quality, price, selection, service. So don't miss Hughes Lumber on Crater Lake Highway next to Garrison's. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. are finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Hi, I'm Charlene, owner of American Industrial Door, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. 7.56. Tom from Talent writes me this morning, Bill, you and I have often disagreed about homelessness. You usually dismiss them as lazy, druggy dirtbags, while I call for looking at the degree of homelessness as a measure of a society system that is not working. In this article on Lou Rockwell, Our Enemies Walk Among Us, uh, addresses that topic. All right, Tom. I think what um, I think you and I have a little bit of a misunderstanding here. My issue about uh, homelessness here in Southern Oregon is that the vast majority of it has been uh, accomplished due to a choice that individuals made. And I think what I have tired of is uh, being told that uh, somehow people are just going to, you know, you're in a rough situation. And so naturally you're going to become a fentanyl or methamphetamine addict. I don't believe that. I don't like this uh, this attempt to try to uh, act as if people who get into drugs and drug addiction are somehow have no responsibility or no agency for what they've done. And people who are through economic circumstances finding themselves homeless, I find myself, hey, there's there's real stuff going on. I'm a bit more sympathetic to that rather than. Well, I mean, I've, I've told this story several times, Tom, but it's worth but it's worth going. I was at a Hearts and Vines event a number of years ago in which they, uh, you know, they get all the community people together. And I can still remember the um, the women's shelter, but Dunhouse, Dunhouse in Ashland ended up uh, portraying one of their clients, you know, from the uh, nonprofit world. And there's so much of that going on. And. The woman was talking about, oh, I was doing so well with my kids. We're in the uh, client, we're in the uh, shelter, this and that and the other, and and we're going just fine. And then one day, and then Linda and I look at one another, <laughs> like, okay, what happened to this woman? Everything was going fine. And then one day, I tested positive for meth, as if somehow methamphetamine just reached out from the streets and grabbed this woman and got her high. No, it was a choice she made, and 
I think we have to get away from this uh, this addiction as a disease position that so much of the nonprofit world has gone on to. Vast majority of our homelessness that we're fe- uh, that we're facing right now is due to people making the choices to go down those pathways, and you have to care more. I mean, I'm not you, Tom, but I, I think that um, if people who are in these situations have to care more about that. They have to care more about that than um, they, they have to learn to love the drugs less and learn to love uh, life more, I suppose. And I, I just don't like being told that somehow that uh, this is just an addiction that, you know, the addiction just reaches out. It's a disease. You can catch it like COVID. Don't even get me down to the uh, COVID thing, but uh, the same sort of thing. Like it's like catching a cold like that. That woman at uh, Dunhouse caught meth one day. Right. No, they were choices that were made. And we're never going to get past this unless people are responsible for the choices they made, and they have to be willing to back away from that. But even then, the, the liberals at the at the Hearts and Vines meeting were, oh, 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 I can't believe she was doing fine, and then she tested positive for uh, meth, and then Lynn and I are looking at one another. Wait a minute, this is something that this woman did. She did it. It did not happen to her. It it was something that she did. And life is full of choices, and we have to encourage one another to make positive choices and be responsible for the negative choices that we do make. That's all. It's a shade before 8 o'clock. KMED, KMED, HD1, Eagle Point, Medford, KCMD, Grants Pass. Translator, K294AS, Ashland. Good email, by the way, Tom. Freddie's Diner and O.